Ja Rastafari. <laughs> and welcome to the part-time sport podcast where sports documentaries are our part-time job. And that's the end of the match. The West Indies have won this test match by 408 runs. The biggest victory in any test between the two countries. And they have won the series by two tests to nil. The first time any West Indian team has won a test series in Australia. Oh yes. I'm Dylan Thomas, and with me is Cal Monaghan. Hello, Cal. Hello, Dill. Um, we've got an exciting episode coming up today, more than anything, regardless of the cricket that we're featuring. We've got the winner of the coaster quiz from oh. last week, which we will oh, yes. tail at the end of the show. Wait, hang on, we're not going to tell who won it? We'll, we'll At the end, just we'll wait till the end, we'll announce the winner. Um... The, was it me well i can't say it might be me it might be there's a lot of entries to get through but um no, for, it wasn't <laughs> no 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 look we'll see it's a trail it keeps people listening till the very end but for now dill i want to know if um from our pre-production meetings and stuff that we've had so far is is reggae your favorite music now after after watching this documentary i always say that um I'm I'm I love music, but I'm not a music man. Yeah. Yourself, you are very heavily invested in music. Yeah, yeah, man. yeah, yeah. One of our other good friends, Cal Ravisi, loves his music. My brother Lucas loves his music. Yeah, I just I'm all genres. <laughs> yeah. God, I'm oh, I had some reggae pumping today. <laughs> let me tell you, the 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 byproduct of a good sports documentary is a good soundtrack yeah and this one this absolutely one slaps yeah this is, is the is best so one good. by far we've got no competition for the soundtrack of a documentary but <laughs> yeah i thought you would I just... oh hang on hang on john john daly's oh sorry was... sorry you're right there yeah good. i mean hits it hard john sings end. his own song so <laughs> I mean, you could special could... shout out for that one only on this um podcast is where we can compare john daly to bob marley and the whalers i think that's <laughs> how we can get from there to there in three episodes <laughs> so good uh yes so as cal mentioned it is the cricket uh caribbean flair with mm. the West Indies mm -hmm. featuring uh, in this sports doc documentary, Fire in Babylon. Uh, but before we get into this week, Cal, do you want to give a little preview on what we've selected for our sports documentary to cover next week? Yeah, okay. So the NFL's back um, starting on, I think, the 11th of September. Just yeah, 11th or 12th. Yeah, 11, yeah. 12, depending on probably where you are. Um, but yeah, we're going to do um, Year of the Scab. It's an ESPN 30 oh. for 30 again. Um, brief brief uh, description is that in two weeks into the 1987 season, the NFL players went on strike. Um, and as the strike uh, went across the country, no one um, felt the heat more than the replacement players who were causing the crosshairs of a media-fueled controversy between owners, players, and fans alike. So yeah, we're going for the controversial one again. Interesting. What what is what does the word scab mean to you? Um, is that a vernacular that goes around the world? Yeah, so like when you cut your knee... And you know you it, it heals over. You is that the scan. only? Is that the only one? Yeah, 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 that yeah. That's one? all I know. So we'd we'd uh, to give it context. Mm -hmm. A scab would be someone who's like picking up the the scraps. Like he's kind of like a bit. Oh, is it okay? A bit dirty. A scab. Like a, yeah, yeah. So, okay, yeah. I guess we would. Yeah, yeah. A scab. So so we used to not one of it, my finer moments, um, but uh, in high school, as young 
children. We were sitting there and there was a guy that used to, he was another student, but he was older <laughs> and he used to come around and empty the bins at lunchtime. It was like yeah. a job you could get when you got into the older levels at high school <laughs> and you got paid for it. But every time he came past us to empty the bins, we would just yell out, scab. <laughs> Like he was going through the bins. Oh man, um, that's so cool. Look, like, I wonder what he's doing right now. Like, is he going to be? He was obviously doing a job in high school, not just sitting around with his mates, <laughs> yeah, talking, yeah, yeah. shooting the breeze. Yeah. So he probably, he probably was. He could have beaten us all up, but he didn't. He was a nicer <laughs> boy, and we're just abusing him. So yes, year of the scab, year of the bin scab. scab you know, grabbing for money, grabbing for for coins. Yeah, I just, I don't think, I don't think that's what this documentary is about. Just to, it's not about that. him. It's not, about, it's not about him. It's not about He's not one of the, the guys. He's not one of the replacement players. <laughs> <laughs> He's gone on to be a kicker. I hope not. You've set me up here. Yeah. If that's what it's about, I think we're going to be sorely disappointed. I mean, I wasn't born in 1987, so it'd be some feat. <laughs> but anyway, that's for next week. Uh, let's get into this week. As always, you can get us on at Part Time Sport on Twitter and Instagram. You can watch us on YouTube by searching Part Time Sport. And you can also send your feedback via parttimesport.com. But this week, as we mentioned, it is Fire in Babylon, which is a cricket sports documentary about the West Indies cricket team of the 60s, 70s, 80s, and a bit beyond. Reason we've picked this one, Cal, is because I was triggered by the Australians are going over to England Ooh. for a bit of a one-day international wow. T20 series. It's you v me. Yeah. You're obviously very invested in it. You yeah. couldn't give two craps. But I knew the only way that I could get you to do a cricket documentary was to get the West Indies involved. <laughs> and my God, it's been a masterstroke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've, it really has. It's it's um probably should say at this point just so we don't forget that it's available on online readily available online in a couple of parts i might put that in the in the episode description so you can just um, yeah. follow a link to watch to either watch along or watch whenever you want but um it doesn't we think disappoint it's, we think it's it might be an illegal stream who knows oh, but look yeah. get around that we're all yeah. we're all about free for the people Fair play. look i think we we picked it we saw the west indians were like this is going to be quality the west indian swagger i think probably our well at least my um conceptions going in were extremely challenged by all the stuff that happened in the documentary because I probably had some bias going in about the West Indies cricket team. Mm. I've been definitely proved wrong. I think, you know, you can probably see where we're going here. This is also an extremely, extremely timely watch, even though it was released, I think, five or six um, years ago. 2010. Yeah, 2010. 2010, so even longer. Yeah. Maybe it just got put on dailymotion.com <laughs> five or six years ago. But with... With Black Lives Matter happening around the globe and sports stars really being a driver of this, you'll see as we get into the crux of this documentary, it's very, very relevant. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, looking forward to picking this one apart. But Cal, as always, we probably need to set the scene a little bit yeah, for anyone who's oblivious to the West Indies and oblivious to cricket in general. Tell us yeah, so, about that part of the world. Yeah, basically you're describing me with cricket. Like, I don't know. Um, I've obviously heard of the West Indies. I just didn't know. So, it's basically... Um, the West Indies are the the islands um of the Caribbean um just around you've got yep. Antigua Barbados Jamaica uh, Trinidad and um it's following the team throughout it from when the nineteen in the nineteen sixties when those countries became independent um and that mm -hmm. team were born um like they were basically born in colonial countries before the before they mm -hmm. got independence so it's following the team um 
throughout the as you said at the top like 70s 80s and success in this 90s as well let's note as well colonial we mean english so we're yeah. ruled by the english all these nations and then pretty much in the 60s throughout the 60s into the 70s they start to become their own countries their own um, way of life but it still play under the banner of the west indies cricket team which is all of them into one which i guess is a bit unique for it just cricket yeah. and sport in, yeah, yeah. in the globe i'd mm-hmm. say um yeah so it just follows like there's a lot of as you said before like a lot of racial tensions throughout and there like like the the white man was always a captain for the team in the 1960s even for even for the west indies um and and like the in the 60s and 70s like it just sort of follows the the racial um tensions and like i saw they they mention like jesse owens or they show jesse owens and muhammad ali and i just thought that this is the cricket version of that story. So this is watching mm. um, a group of players from from the Caribbean become like a global force, and obviously, and try and turn the tensions or uh, away from like this is apartheid as well that's happening at the moment at that time. Mm. Um. So yeah, yeah, it was just it was great to watch that as well as not just the success of the team, but them turning the tide of um of the abuse and racism that was rife. Yeah like throughout that time it's it this is the i think we again conceptions were going in was like it's a cricket documentary it's going to be about the west indies and i knew that they they become a dominant force in world cricket mm. and it just be about mm-hmm. the characters there but yeah this underlying thing of how they helped you know create a movement and, and kind of change the world and we'll get into that is is really cool but i think the main thing that we start with is a phrase called calypso cricket yeah which i think yeah. sounds quite fun yeah and quite positive yeah but connotations of that probably not so much uh it's what was the calypso what was the calypso calypso like um connotations that like, i didn't really pick up on that I, I picked up that it was um the the west indies didn't like it because they were just it's basically a phrase that was entertain uh, you know with the entertainers but they never win they're just there to make up the numbers aren't they fun aren't they funny yeah i so what was the actual connotations that they said in the doc i think i think you've hit the nail on the head like that was yeah, it was okay. that they would they would entertain and they'd play this like flary cricket and hit some big shots but ultimately they'd never they'd never win and yeah. they wouldn't topple england and yeah i think it's in, like the key thing to note in when we're setting up this whole documentary is cricket is obviously an english game it was their masters that had pretty much provided them this game mm. so to speak the colonial masters as, as is referenced in the documentary mm-hmm. so for them just going around playing cricket but kind of doing it in a way that their previous rulers wanted them to, the West Indies were like, oh, this isn't this isn't the way to go or this isn't what we want to be known for. Yeah, so yeah. It's, it starts, I think, Callan, as we get into like, I guess, the more identity and culture of this whole thing, it really starts with a, a tour to Australia in 1975. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Take note of the, the time frames here. There's it's it's super interesting i guess you go into australia which is another colonial outpost for england mm-hmm. who mm-hmm. have probably gone through a similar thing to what the west indies went through in terms of trying to find their own cultural identity beat them but just doing it about 30 or yeah. 40 years ago yeah. uh, before so australia at the point where they're probably the best cricket nation in the world and what there was a, that line where it was like this, i can't remember which player it was one of the west indies players going they beat everyone mm-hmm. home and abroad <laughs> They nearly killed England. <laughs> yeah, it was. He was. He went. People get killed. It's happened. 
like a bullet and then he was like and then just a big smile on his face like like you couldn't hide how happy he was that like some english players maybe got killed by a bullet of a cricket ball <laughs> like, yeah. yeah so like so the, they've got the australians who have kind of challenged and then beaten england at their own game and kind of got this identity as a result yeah, but yeah i think the identity of the australians is that they're kind of a bit they're a bit dirty and they've got like they they're a bit abusive oh yeah There's yeah a lot yeah. of like smack talking and they they got these two fast bowlers who like just go for your head. Yeah, but essentially, for anyone who doesn't know cricket, they're bowling like the ball to try and hit you. <laughs> they're trying to hurt you, really. Like it's intimidation, and the crowds yeah. getting into it. Like there was a chant that one of them brings up, <laughs> which is going to say Dennis Lilly is one of the main fast bowlers for Australia, and he's going, and the crowds chanting, Lilly, Lilly, kill, kill, kill. <laughs> Lily, Lily, <laughs> kill, kill. I'm like, one, that sounds like the worst chant you've yeah. ever heard. Yeah, I've been in a few Australian crowds in my time now and I, I don't think, a lot, either a lot's changed or uh, or he was being extremely polite at the time of what, <laughs> what the chanting that was going on. And I reckon we keep uh, the chanting that was mentioned Let's just let's just keep it to that because it gets a bit, it gets a bit, oh, yeah. a bit more it's derogatory like than that. Yeah, highly racist. Yeah. Like the, the crowd's racist. The Aussie players are racist. There's lots of confrontations. Like it's not gentlemanly at all, which is what cricket is meant to be. That's what the the kind of um, the calypso cricket is about. You know, still being mm. a gentleman and and you know playing okay. And this is where it got super interesting, and we're introduced really to. Cal to Clive Lloyd, who's Clive the captain Lloyd. of the West Indies cricket team. Talk us through Clive. Clive, Clive is not your typical athlete. Is that okay to say? He's a hundred percent. Clive essentially looks like the nutty professor. <laughs> yeah, he's got yeah, like yeah. He's got those these big glasses. glasses. He's got mm. like a mini, a mini kind of fro going on. He's yeah. got these huge jowls. Like he looks in some bits. He looks a little bit chunky. I know cricketers yeah, were pretty chunky at yeah, the time, but he, he just was. doesn't. The thick glasses, he he looks like he should be like a science professor rather than yeah, your yeah. captain of and the team. I guess that's what the rest of the team looked to him as. as like he, he was the captain like, and the rest of the team who was interviewed throughout the documentary, they're so complimentary of him. Like, there was, um, I feel like it was Michael Holden. I might be wrong here. I'm not sure. But he said, um, you know, he's someone I want to play for, someone I want to have a beer with. But then I was rewinding that because I know that like really strikes for part-time sports having a beer with someone. But he might have said go to the field with. I don't. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know there. But I'll go beer. Maybe it's a bit of both. Yeah, combination of two. <laughs> but but he essentially comes back to the West Indies and goes, "Screw it, let's just do what Australia did." Yeah, and take yeah, over yeah. The How world. great was that? Like, that was so cool. Like, and he just went, "Okay, I'm going to go to all these islands dot around the Caribbean," which again is. It's crazy in itself that they all just fall under this banner. Mm-hmm. And he finds two two ball. One guy was already playing, but he finds this that Michael Holding that you mentioned mm-hmm. who was only seventeen, but his nickname was Whispering Death. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just gives well, you the reason some was, indication. Um, was it because like sometimes the umpire couldn't hear him coming like, yeah, from behind? Yeah, like soft step. <laughs> yeah, and then and then he's but then he can bowl deathly yeah, fast. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, yeah. Almost kill mm. someone. And then a guy who was already in the team who we both loved, Cal, Andy Roberts, whose nickname was yeah, the yeah. Hitman. Yeah. Talk us through Andy. Yeah, he was just so like uh, straight faced, wasn't he? He was um he was like hard nosed and grumpy, but uh, he loved he loved fast bowling fast bowling as well. The the phrase that he used was um uh, was it was it about Andy Roberts? Someone said that he knew how to catch a fish. Which to yeah, me I, I was like, what what what, <laughs> what does that mean? So- 
Yeah, it was essentially like talking about his fast bowling and it was like he had two bounces. So bounces are the the balls that obviously pretty much come near your head. They're real short balls that can smack you in the in the head. And he had one that was slow that he'd bowl and they'd like usually hit it for, you know, six or whatever. Okay. And then he had another one that was the second one that was really fast, but looked exactly the same as the first. Yeah, okay. So yeah. they said, catch a fish. It was like fishing. Like, you know, you drop the rod and you give them a few tugs and then you, then you hook them. So he'd usually get them out. Right, right, right. Yeah, I, I would be sitting in, in, in that conversation with them, just um, trying to keep up, maybe just laughing along at that. And they're just looking at me going, like, what, 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 what's up? What's up with that, that choice of phrase? How to, yeah, he was would. so good though. He was He was so deadpan. Like, I feel like... He's just sitting there, just going like, "Yeah, I, I didn't like to show emotion because as soon as I showed emotion, then they then they had me." So he just that everyone thinks he's grumpy because he's just deadpan the entire time. Yeah, and this is but essentially this is um, yeah where they go to India. Or does India come to come to India comes Kingston, yeah, maybe? India comes to them. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah. I think they they play a few, but the first ones in Kingston, mm. in, India surrender the Test match <laughs> because they're just getting peppered by yeah, ball. They're so all bruised good. and going, "This is not fun." Yeah, literally, it looks like. He's got a like a, you know a titty lip, like where the babies are crying, like the the uh, the Indians walking off. He's like, "Am I enough for this?" Boss, like Clive, Clive's happy as laddie at this point. Clive's got more to do though, a lot more work to do. Well, yeah, take us into this because they they go to your 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 home country, not Liverpool, of course, no, yeah. the, not the the independent Republic of Liverpool, <laughs> yeah. but they go to they go to England in nineteen seventy six. Yeah, so they paint the picture of England in like in the seventies, like the racism's just rife, like it's it's uh, I don't know if it's at a peak or it's just it's just terrible. Shows a lot of graffiti, awful graffiti about it, just. Any any West Indies people living in at that time around there, it was just a very hostile environment. Um, but yeah, the 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 way the team reacted to that was to to this section in particular is the they are definitely not the Calypso boys anymore. They are deadly serious oh. and um, basically describing the bat as a sword. Um, we'll take the anger out on the ball, and and it's they're winning it because of the like the the immigrants probably who moved to that UK because they've been an initiative I think a few like a maybe a decade or two earlier yeah to get like um the 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 West Indian um region were gonna come over to England and live I think one of the players actually moved over when he was twelve he said didn't he. Um, yeah, he was talking talking about sitting in Southampton with snow that's coming right. down on yeah. his head going, I want to I want to go back to Jamaica. <laughs> yeah, I don't blame him. I do not blame him. Uh, one bit. But yeah, then the the face um Tony Grieg is was he a famous player yeah, so, did you know of? So yeah. he he was the he was the captain okay. of England, but he's mm-hmm. a I think he was born in South Africa or okay. he was English parents and grew up in South Africa or something like that. Mm-hmm. So he he says he utters the uh, very silly words oh. in the end of going, yeah, we're, we're going to make them grovel, and yeah. that was at a time when apartheid was wow. was ramping up. It was it was pretty rife in South Africa, so for him to say it, they all went like, oh, okay, like yeah, there's the all South these African you know the West Indian players, yeah, yeah, okay. they're going bad bad choice of words, but they're yeah, going, you shouldn't have, shouldn't have said that. Fired up. This is that that was the that was basically the turning point for a lot of the of the players where they're like, nah. We've had enough, and then yeah. So like yeah. England start getting battered just as much as uh, as India, oh, <laughs> as India, <laughs> yeah. And yeah, this is the bit where they show the news report, Dill, of of um like an English like almost news segment, and they want to change the rules and stuff like they they're like this is not fair. 
It's so good. Watching watching them squirm. Yes. There was like this guy in the newscast goes, and a study has shown that if this continues to happen, ten people will die and forty more will be hospitalized. It's like what? you're pulling these numbers it, from it was like it was so funny people haven't died yet like what are you talking about yeah what show me show me your work and so and i think that this whole series in england is summed up there's like they reference one section of the ground is pretty much reserved for west indies fans in like all the tests and they flash to them they're having an absolute ball yeah, <laughs> just, yeah 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 oh, oh it's, it's so literally good. if they if they could have had beach balls going around it's like well, what's the what's the festival in uh, in London? Notting Hill Festival. Yeah, it's like a mini yeah, yeah, yeah. Of that. The, the carnival. The origins, <laughs> the origins of that are in there. So you've got them going. You know, India have surrendered. They've gone to England and beat them. This is where we get introduced to our main Ooh, man, Viv Richards, uh, who is ends up being the captain over over Clive Lloyd. And this is all important because Viv is he's. Obviously, quite good at sport. Just a bit. He becomes the captain, so he's got a, a good good demeanor. He's tall. He's handsome. Yeah. He's got a bit of swagger. Oh, oh yeah. He was not scared one bit no. of anyone. No. Uh, you want Viv to hold you? Like, <laughs> just, hold me, Viv. He's the man. He's, he is absolutely he's safe as the man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was so cool. <laughs> And like just actually, um, so are we going into the nineteen seventy nine tour now yeah. of Australia? So yeah, when Viv's really yeah. coming into his own, and um, yeah, I just sorry, just moving, not moving on from Viv, like just about his swag and stuff and how cool he was. But I just loved at this point when they're going into that is that they start getting the got get got a trainer in only yeah. now. Steve done all this. So yeah. like this is so Viv, like Viv looks the way he does. He's not even training, and like Viv, Viv's an Adonis. And uh, the only star to get like a trainer in '78, which I just love. But he's yeah, he's very cool, very handsome. He's uh, yeah, he'll look after you, Will Viv. Yeah, I loved him. I mean, you know, like you know, I always say I love your accent. You, you know, you you have your own. Everyone has reservations about their own accent. Yeah. Surely anyone from the Caribbean doesn't have reservations about their accent because their accents are just oh. so good. Oh, it's so I mean, cool, so smooth. There's, there's definite points where you and I yeah, did not understand what was being said. We'll come to we'll come to a couple of a couple of the um, the groundsmen who one was harder to understand than the other, I'd say, but uh, very passionate, very passionate all the same. Um but yeah, when they get so they go back to Australia now in, in seventy nine. Um and the West Indies obviously the, it's the same same sort of team isn't it really um mm-hmm. but more or less the core group's still the same so they remember the seventy five battering that they got from Australia that 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 was the end of the Calypso boys um, so now um yeah the the Aussies are you know they're still giving it just as good as they got last time um and batter Viv where he's <laughs> Viv Viv's not wearing a helmet man. Like, are you are you kidding me? Like, so I think that's his that's his quote, isn't it? He goes, "I'm, I'm not a helmet <laughs> yeah. man." Sorry, literally is. Like... Yeah, I'm not a helmet man. Um... <laughs> Doesn't wear any protective gear. And there's there's this scene in this where he he talks about how if he did get bowled like at his head, like his bowlers were doing to the you know Australian batsmen, he just stare him down, stare him down until he'd stop looking, mm. and then the bowler would get to the end of his like run up. And then finally look back again, and Viv would just still be staring. And again, like this guy's, you know, six foot three hundred, and just like you're going, like, yeah. oh God, he he's not really intimidated by me. No, 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 um, no. 
but then then <laughs> there's a quote from Andy Roberts as well. So the the West Indian, obviously fast bowler. He's just like, you know, it was like flying around. There was a lot of lot of aggression. <laughs> It was like the Australians went from really aggressive to almost in tears because we were just peppering them better than they were peppering us. He goes, because the pace was real hard. <laughs> it's just how the delivery. You, yeah, how could you not be like so on their side at this point? You're just like, oh, my God, they're so cool. They are so cool. And then yet they, they win. They win. And um, at this point, they, they become the best team in the world, I assume. Is that yeah. because they beat all the, the well, major nations beaten, in a row is that yeah, how it works they're pretty much beating the major nations like this is like they're starting to be like well west indies have and they're not doing it at home they're doing it away which is the hard thing in cricket but this is where we we're going to drop our first quote from probably our favorite person in the documentary yeah. behind viv and clive obviously oh. but this is this is bunny whaler bunny whaler who's obviously of bob marley and the whalers fame uh, and his his quote about Viv is somewhere in the documentary, just going, if Viv hadn't have played cricket, Viv would have been a dreadlock rasta man, real deal. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, oh, what? You've got Viv Richards then just like oh. off to the side beside Bob, just you know, would there be love? <laughs> it, like as if as if Viv Richards doesn't doesn't have enough. He's got ever. He's got the looks. He's like an athlete. He's incredible. And then you've got. Um, Bob Bob Marley and the Whalers like endorsing it. They want they want Viv to be with them. That's how cool Viv Richards is. Like easy. And this, and I think this is the point. We kind of move into that when they become like a force for cultural change. Because obviously, this is the beauty of sport. When you kind of yes, yes, like like I guess like LeBron's doing at the moment. You get to such a global stature. Mm. I mean, not as a basketballer, obviously, because he's part owner of the Liverpool Football Club. Oh, yeah, but. <laughs> he can start to say things and everyone pays attention. Aye. So this is where yeah. the West Indies and Viv Richards were at. And when you've got Bob Marley coming into the dressing room <laughs> and going, yeah, yeah. boys, when are you going to get these men out? Yeah, you know, yeah. you know, they've got, they've got like, and then in the documentary, they've got like, stand up, stand up. Oh my God. And it's showing highlights. So and it's just, it is, this is a brilliant bit of the documentary where you go like, wow, they've gone from, Calypso cricket uh, under the thumb of white rulers to independence using their former rulers game mm-hmm. kind of as their own vehicle yeah. to promote themselves to the world. Yeah. And now everyone knows them. The music's coming on at the same time. Mm. You know, black rights is rising in the 60s and 70s in America and, you know, via Bob Marley and this. But we get to the big one, which we've mentioned a couple of times, which is which is essentially apartheid. Yeah, um, yeah. So apartheid running, we mentioned it earlier, but in in a kind of brief a brief summary, there's there's a scene in here where apartheid's still going pretty heavily. Mm. Nelson Mandela's doing his stuff. Um, you know, obviously people around the world are, are questioning in it, but South Africa is a as a former English outpost as well was a, is a big cricketing nation, mm. and they. We had a tournament and we're paying some West Indies players and saying, come out and play. Mm. Now, there was a bit of PR spin here because they're like, if we get, you know, guys of African descent the best to come and play cricket sp- who are famous. Sports yeah, team in the world, the basically. Yeah. And there's one guy that he features throughout the documentary and he was one of the um, fast bowlers, Colin Croft. Mm. And he actually, he's one that actually goes and it talks through 
he tries to justify himself a bit, Cal. And this is where it gets yeah. a bit like, oh, man. I, I kind of liked him. He was kind of a cool character. He featured a lot. And then up to this point, I was like, oh, wow. So he goes and he's like, man, it's my livelihood. Mm. I've got to go and, and earn some money. And he compares it. There was like a scene earlier in the doco where a few players go to Australia to play this thing called World Series cricket for a lot of money. Mm-hmm. And he's kind of comparing him going to South Africa as players going to Australia yeah. to play for more money than they were earning at the time because yeah. there was a bit yeah. of a pay dispute going on. And it's just like, oh, that it's doesn't hard land, to compare mate. the two. That's, like, I mean, yeah. it's hard. obviously uh, all this is really hard to comment on from our perspective. Like, what what, what do we know? Yeah, but when, not having lived it. But when yeah. it goes to, it goes back to Viv Richards and he, like, he, he got an open check to go and play in South Africa and he, he didn't go. Like, yeah. so Viv Richards is of the... He, he didn't, on the documentary, like, he made out that the teammates were still, like, you know, they're my teammates and I respect them and stuff like that. But ultimately, by Viv going, like, look, I got an open check and I didn't go, it's basically drawing a line in the sand there for me and saying, it's not, uh, yeah, I I didn't do it with the offer of whatever money I, I could dream of. And some people decided to go. And, yeah, it's, it's, it's hard to comment on, but um, that in itself... Um, tells me what the right decision was this this was the this was the kicker that made you go like oh god they told him with the open check that he'd also be an honorary white if he played which just shows you how what south africa was going through at the time as a as a nation but they compared him not going to south africa as like ali not going to vietnam it was like i'm standing up for what i believe in Mm. and essentially the players who went Got banned. I think Crofty, yeah, Crofty uh, moved, moved, will move to Florida. Yeah, I guess ostracized was the, yeah, ostracized yeah. the word you use, which I think is good. But then, like, uh, look, if if Viv can't get enough praise, like even Nelson Mandela was <laughs> loving Viv Richards as well. So, like, amazing. Yeah, it, what what a what an inspiration. Like Viv is, he must be. I, I knew the name Viv Richards before this documentary. It was the mm-hmm. only one I, I knew the name of. On the cricket team, and uh, and I can I can sort of see why now. He's he, what a hero. And, a, okay. and I mean, for a for a bloke whose first name is literally Vivian, yeah, that would have been a tough time. For Man, a, yeah, growing, growing up, could you imagine being um, seven? Oh no, let's say eleven. Even <laughs> your name's Vivian. Yeah, I think he was probably six foot four when he was eleven. <laughs> probably wouldn't. Have yeah, if it. you're six or four, you can be like at the age of eight, you can be called Vivian in in my book. I'm not going to so, pick on you. <laughs> this and this is where then they go like. They flash up to nineteen or get get to nineteen eighty four. Like West Indies are the best cultural force for change, and this is where we kind of cut, start to sum it up because this is where it reached a real crescendo for us. Mm-hmm. The media in in the UK is still trying to kill the bouncer. They're saying like it's gonna it's gonna kill everyone, but there is a brilliant. We were talking about the music before. There is a brilliant bit where they're, they're starting this series. And they edit in "Could You Be Loved," mm. um, you know Bob Marley's song, and it is such a good bit of editing, and it essentially just signifies Calypso boys are over. We've dominated the world. They could boast about it. They were yeah, having fun so playing. Nice, like they were cultural change. And I think that there's there's one guy who's a contributor. We we spoke about the grounds when we spoke about a lot of musicians being in this. This guy was the only guy that was a professor. Yeah, <laughs> we'll yeah. get to him yeah. later on. But he made, he made this example of like, it was the cultural exchange. So the West Indies saw their way to make their identity to the world through cricket. Mm. They then adopted what the Australians were doing, but kind of added their own flair yeah, to it yeah. and then used it as a force to promote 
all their nations that were playing under this banner together nice, to nice. the world, yep. but also to, to, you know, to, I guess, promote the, the cause of black rights mm. really at that time when it was so, so critical. So yeah, sport and culture coming together. E- again. Equality through sports and like through cricket and that My- Michael Holden, like he ended the whole, as the credits are rolling at the end of the documentary, he was like, I'll just state a few facts. And like, this is the whole boasting thing that got me, which is, yeah. This is boasting that like we are proud of it. I'm not ashamed about this. Let me state a few facts. There's 15 years we did not lose a Test series, and it, it lists Crazy. every year individual 1980s to 1995. Mm. They didn't lose one Test series. That just shows how dominant yeah. they were as a team. And now nah, at the end of that documentary, you're you're just as a as as we say from someone who's blind like me from, at the start to to cricket and the, and the West Indies. Like, nah, this this just sold me hook line and sinker i'd recommend it to anybody anybody who's still listening at this point like look go and watch it and try not to be <laughs> to get behind those boys and bigger story of cricket as well i suppose like that that that's what it, i took from it and if it's not for all of that then it's gotta be for the cameos <laughs> yeah. that come yes. throughout this yeah, documentary right. okay let's finish off with cal you gotta talk to us you're the music man there is so many random musicians. So many musicians in this documentary. We have not, we have not mentioned this somehow. Like throughout, we thought we'd save it to the end because, like, the story's strong enough in the documentary. But let's say every five minutes of uh, what is it, hour, hour twenty documentary? I, I don't know. There's mm. a musician just does a little cameo, little song, little song that they just <laughs> slip in there, and and each song, each song to their own. But um, some of the some of the lyrics, man, that the, some of these songs are uh, the Nelson's Mento band. He came on, they came on those boys, um, and some of the lyrics was it. It was cricket. I love the cricket, and the, that was just, just like repeating. just repeating. And it was, and you'd start to go, "This is this is pretty good." This uh, mighty Gabby. He didn't he didn't have uh, any lyrics that I could see or no song. He was just speaking on the subject he's having a chat um, uh tapper tapper zuki i like tapper zuki yeah. uh, <laughs> yeah. this is cricket yeah. this is lovely <laughs> cricket bowl it's a four bowl, bowl. it's a it's six. six obviously with a lot more rhythm than that yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. just, just tapper zuki we had lord short shirt which was my, was my perf- favorite. personal favorite as yeah. well um his song uh, it was just about viv richards i think um, and also, he was just wearing this like crisp oh, blue suit oh, and fedora. That suit. Google oh. Lord Short Shirt, uh, and you'll see what I mean. That some of the lyrics was him. <laughs> some of the lyrics. Are, I love cricket, so that man Richards could really bat. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Lord, Lord, I'm on board. There's, there's just this bit where there was a, a like a guy rapping, and it didn't give his name. It just said Kingston, Jamaica. It was just then yeah. rapping. I, he? I don't think I can understand anything he said. Okay, I rewound it a lot of times and got him. Cli- <laughs> Slowed it down. Yeah, Clive, it was like, Clive Lloyd, you you know you're the man. Colin Croft, one to the head, which is Ooh. fair play. I don't know if, yeah, maybe that's a double entendre, that bit where are we having a go at Colin Croft there or are we just talking about his fast bowling? I, I don't know. Um, for the random rapper. I think the... 
the finisher one was uh, Chicky's Wi-Fi. Who, he's <laughs> DJing in a, in a West Indies singlet, Jeez. and he just starts it off. He just goes tunes, brother. <laughs> and then into- he was the only competitor to the Bunny Whaler for me. Chicky's Hi-Fi. Oh, yeah, tunes, brother. That's it. Yeah, Bunny oh, Whaler throughout. Brilliant. I think absolutely brilliant. I think. So we get we'll get into a wrapping up now, Cal. We'll get into the employee of the week, into our features. Yeah, I think we've given it away. Yeah, employee sorry. of the week, tell us. Bunny Wheeler, obviously, gotta be. Um, so great. you you talk us through this till you're you're better at this than me. But when when you first is this the first scene of the yeah. like the first speaking part maybe of the documentary? Yeah, and he's wearing one of those rusta hats that like keeps your dreadlocks in. Yeah. And he's looking all cool, and he's like you know talking really passionately to the camera, and he's like you know. The Caribbean people have a certain knowledge of how to hit a bat and how to hit the ball and cricket is something of a daily and it just goes like on camera. Hey, <laughs> keep it down, son. <laughs> and then in like this thick like Creole yeah, just starts I, like, it, it all and I think he's talking to a dog at some <laughs> yes, point and then like, and then he just comes back and go, so us as West Indian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, just not on happens, happens at all. Yeah, absolutely. Bunny Whaler, Employee of the Week, and our most worthy Employee of the Week uh, that we've had so far, in my opinion. <laughs> he's almost worth. He's almost worth it just for the watch. He's the one contributor. They've got like seems like there's about thirty of them in this documentary. Yeah. He's the one that's consistent. Yeah, throughout. yeah, yeah. Uh, Cal on a performance plan. Ooh. It's got to be Wham to the head, Crofty. Colin Croft. <laughs> yeah, you know you can't go to apartheid South Africa no, and Crofty, undo all I'm the sorry. good work of the West Indian cricket team yeah, for for hell or money. Yeah. Take Viv's lead. Crofty. This is the toughest one we've had to do ever oh, for Friday drinks. drinks. <laughs> My God, the, li- the list's long. You've got you've got Viv and Clive in there. Um, yes, Clive, of course, because they're the they're the captains. Clive is that he's going to look after. You'll get you'll get the rounding. I could see him getting the rounding, Clive. <laughs> he, he, he was he'll come but, over. Oh, but, cheers, man. But have a but have a water himself on occasion. Oh yeah, just to right, go, no, yeah, no, no, just yeah, yeah, fair play. So. Yeah, he, and no one would go to him. Why aren't you having another beer, Clive? Because if you did, everyone would look at you going, "What? Don't get in the Clive." Question, what Clive. What are you talking Viv, about? Viv would throw you out if you if you did. <laughs> are we gonna go for um? I put down, I, I thought the fans in general, but is that too broad? Oh, yeah. Is that too broad for, no. for Friday drinks? Or I just, we want to be a Notting Hill carnival. <laughs> there was one bloke, what was the one bloke in the crowd? Oh, man, he was blowing a conch shell. With just, that's it, yeah. conch, that's it, a conch. I was trying to think. Uh, and it, like, it just, <laughs> he's just got a conch. At the uh, cricket, he's got a conch uh, shell. It's like, we've been doing cricket wrong for years. <laughs> why, aren't, why isn't everyone blowing a conch shell at the, at the game? Um, so the fans, Viv, Clive, um, and my, my favourite. Yeah. There was there was there was two groundsmen featured in the documentary. Charlie was an honourable mention because <laughs> he was quite funny. But the best one, I think it's Kedar. Okay. But one one he's coming to Friday drinks because I think when he's being interviewed, he's got a beer in his hand. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. so he's just he's got the best lines. He's probably second to Bunny Whaler in terms of like yeah. the contributors' lines. Yeah, he's off. Yeah, he's dead a lot. And he's explaining as you know, you know, this is why we like you know Test match cricket, like the difference of Test match cricket yeah. compared to. And he goes, it's you know, it goes for five days. He goes, that's a test. Yeah. That's a test. That's a test of every player. <laughs> that's why we love a Test cricket. It's like. <laughs> He's like, is this guy high, drunk, yeah. all of the above? Uh, what does he above. actually do? Does he does he actually maintain the grounds at all? It's just grounds. Is it more of a yeah? We is don't it more know. of a greenery 
set up. The groundsman, it was a Charlie, the other groundsman, just, yeah, we didn't really, he didn't make Friday drinks because he was, we didn't know what, it was hard to understand. And then he spent a lot of time running up and down the stands cheering. He was, for, he was already drunk. He was, he he was, was, he was drunk, far Charlie, gone, Charlie. But, uh, Friday drinks, bring, bring them all along. That's what I uh, say. This is this too hard to it's, pair. It's, they're all coming. It's going to be a, a right royal Bump time, especially all the fans. You know, it's going to be great. <laughs> Cal, biggest bid. Oh, here we you've go. You've got to announce the winner Drum of uh, our, our, our quiz, last week's Hi. quiz. Okay, so... The winner of the coaster and the answer to the question, Dill, um, put you on the spot here. Who was Andy Murray's conditioning specialist? Andy Murray's con- reconditioning specialist, yeah. not just conditioning, conditioning. Is, is Bill Knowles. Okay, well, surprise to events, it's a rollover because nobody, no, nobody, nobody got the answer right. Yeah, no, hang on. no right answers. Hang on, hang on, hang, no, on, hang on, hang on. No right answers. Nobody, nobody got the right answer nobody, or nobody, nobody gave an answer? <laughs> Roll over. Um, <laughs> so email in at part-timesports.gmail.com. The coast is still available if you can tell us the answer to the reconditioning. Hang on. So if you can just say Bill Knowles. So if, you, if anyone says Bill Knowles in the comments... <laughs> Over our socials or yeah. via email yeah. or just in okay, a text yeah, yeah. to us that we can screenshot because we've just given Austra- you the answer. Australia so. only as well, actually, because we, we didn't close that last week. <laughs> Australia only. Oh, dear. Yeah. Let's move on. Yeah. You can get us on at Part-Time Sport on Twitter and Instagram. Next week's doco is Year of the Scab. It's an ESPN 30 for 30 uh, that goes through the 1987 uh, NFL strike with NFL coming back next week or around about that time. Uh, thanks again for listening. Cal, can you please tell people what you want them to do yeah, this, when it comes to reviews? This is the call to action. So um, again, please tell your mates. Um, it's it's really good fun doing this and like it's really, um, we really find it interesting and we're learning a lot about different sports through the documentaries. It's really fun to do. If you want to give us a four-star review, please do and, and subscribe um and yeah like if you if you watch that one and or we missed something that was not like that you found funny or you thought was interesting just just get in touch and give us give us a uh, give us a as as dylan said on twitter at part-time sport and on instagram as well i mean yeah people haven't been asked to tell us to just write bill knowles in an email (laughs) so i think we're probably going in a bit of a stretch to get reviews but anyway (laughs) cal to you i say until next time Stay part time. Vivi is the name, cricket is the game. But I don't know how he could play cricket so. But his batting, bowling, feeling, catching his breath, taking. Sometimes I just wonder if he's a next lover's in the making. That man Richards could really bat. It's something to see him 